almost the end of the summer, fam. And I don't feel prepared for what will be senior year, but I'm really excited. <laughs> that clip was from a really long time ago. Ah, it's been two weeks. Welcome back. I have so much to tell y'all. I'm back in school right now. I'm laying down in my very yellow, very happy bedding. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited. It feels like it's been three months. It's only been a week, y'all. It's only been a week. Welcome back to Hello Joy. You may be asking yourself, what happened last week? Why weren't you there? Why didn't you release an episode? And the reason why is because I was moving back to school and I also was going to Afropunk, which was incredible, by the way. I saw Tierra Whack, Leanne La Havas, Kelsey Liu, um, just so many incredible artists who are so tender to my heart and soul i cried a lot i saw this incredible south african band that like i felt my ancestors when i was listening to their music like it was like liberation to the max it was so cool it was so cool it reminded me of what i feel often like when i'm at church and and we're just like worshiping and like unified body and spirit and just like praising god it felt that way but it felt like i was do like i was doing it with like my og ancestors just like saying i'm here you're here we love each other we're happy to be here we're blessed that god is still Ah, giving us the chance to be alive and that we're like just I don't know daily being liberated y'all I'm so tired I had wine last night and I'm sleepy but we gonna get where we gots to go okay we gonna get there Let's get into our daily affirmations. Yeah. Okay, so our daily affirmations. I actually have a lot, so bear with me. I'm actually going to go get up and get the other ones. Bear with me. Okay, so the first of our daily affirmations is written by the incredible James Baldwin. It says, one can give nothing, whatever, without giving oneself. That is to say, risking oneself. If one cannot risk oneself, then one is simply incapable of giving. I'm actually going to say this one again because I really like it. Okay, one can give nothing whatsoever without giving oneself. That is to say, risking oneself. If one cannot risk oneself, then one is simply incapable of giving. All right. And my mom, my mom also got me like these really cute cards that she got when she went to the Black Arts Festival this year. And they all have like all these 
encouraging positive affirmations on them. So I'm going to choose a couple of my fave that I think are going to go with today's like lesson, if you will. So this one says, be yourself, love yourself, trust yourself, bless yourself, value yourself, accept yourself, forgive yourself, express yourself, empower yourself. I love that one because I think it's a reminder not to rely on other people for your happiness, for um, for your growth, for your movement, for your laugh, that that is yours to, to do to do that with like you can't expect another person to do that and I really like I I truly believe that like that like God is out here and he's like helping me through my life and guiding me but it's also like even then I have to I have to be willing to do my part in my life and whatever your belief system is or like whatever you believe you gotta be responsible for you for and for like your actions and for your destiny and how you treat yourself and how you love yourself and how you support yourself because as the because words because at the end of the day you are the only only person who can give that to yourself because other people things are going to come up life happens things like that like people are always going to fail you and sometimes you fail you but like it's your responsibility to have your own back um yeah i actually think i'm gonna leave it at those two i have some other ones but i'm gonna save those for another time those are our daily affirmations as you know as it goes if you need to go back, listen to it again, say it over yourself, write it down, speak it over yourself, do it. I just moved in, so like I don't have all my positive affirmations up yet, but I you know, you already know what it is. If you haven't done it yet, I'm I'm side-eyeing you right now. You can't see me, but I'm side-eyeing you. Um have a system in place that is that is something that constantly encourages you and reminds you that you're dope and that you're loved by you, if no one else. Okay? Um, be your own best, like, be your own best lover. So, yeah, I have this huge spot in my wall that I'm looking at right now that I'm really excited to start putting some stuff on. Clear space for yourself and dedicate it to, like, your own empowerment station. I'm calling it a little empowerment station. Your little joy wall, your little joy jar, your little positive affirmation board. Do what you got to do. Okay, fam? Let's get into that one, two, three, joy. Ah, one, two, three, joy. I have so many things to share. Um, I'm going to try to be as succinct as I can be, though, okay? Because many things happened. I'm going to start with my triumphant wins. There's a, a few of those, which I'm excited about. So as you know... Um, one of the reasons that I didn't release an episode last week was because I was at Afropunk, which is this huge music festival that happens at the end of August in Brooklyn. I mean, it happens all over the world. They've got like Afropunk, Brooklyn, Afropunk, and like Johannesburg, like just, or Johannesburg. I don't really know how to say the name of that place. Anyway, they have it all over the world. And um, this one was in Brooklyn. And I decided to buy tickets because all of my favorite 
artists were going to be there, except a few like Miraba and Moses Sumney um, and Janelle Monet. Uh, but most everyone else, I saw Kelsey Liu. I saw, I saw Tiara Whack. Uh, I love her. And then she brought out Alicia Keys. I saw Jill Scott. Um, I saw Nao. Nao. I never know how to say her name, but you know, like, he released me into orbit. Like her. She's incredible. She's incredible. She's incredible. One day I need to learn how to pronounce her stage name because it's dope and she's dope. And I always put the emphasis on the wrong vowel. Um, yes. So I saw her. I saw, oh, I saw Raven Lene. I saw... Did I say Leanne Lahavas? I don't know if I said Leanne Lahavas, but whoa, that was so electrifying. Tank and the Bangas. So many people, so many people. And it was just really beautiful. I made friends with strangers and I went by myself, which was something that I think I really needed to do. And I call it a triumphant win because I I don't know if you guys have ever taken the Enneagram test, but it's a personality test and you know I'm big on those. And I'm a six, which means I'm a loyalist and um, sometimes it's really difficult for me to believe that I can do things on my own. Um, which I guess you could really say is like a psychological term for like clinging and really clingy and really afraid to like be independent. But that's the thing. My spirit, I think, is incredibly independent. Um, like my passions are sure. I just have a hard time sometimes trusting that I'm capable of, of doing it or like I deserve to have an experience like that. And so We'll talk about this later about motivation is our topic for today but what i realized was like i if i want to do something i should just do it like why what is what's holding me back from just doing it if it's not going to hurt me if it's not going to hurt another person if um if it's not going to break the bank then just go and experience new things you only really have this one life so i went and i it's like part two of my 21st birthday present to myself and i'm so happy that i did Another one of my triumphant wins, when I got back to school this year, I didn't audition for every show. I'm a theater major, and um, I think in my program, it's really easy to like get caught up in this hive mind that like I have, I have to like sacrifice myself and audition for every single thing. And I was like, I've done that for the past three years, and I want to try auditioning for the shows that like get my passion just brooming and for me that was 12th night and um one of my friends at school she is a movement director really really cool um and her piece really stuck out to me too so it was like just audition for the ones you love and then I tried to like bs myself into auditioning to other things and I was like because you never know what if I'm meant to be in this one and I don't know what I need and I can't be sure that like what I what I want is what's right for me you can't trust that but God was like you know you ever just get like a feeling in your spirit where it's like Mm-mm, why'd you do that do you know that's not for you and I just heard a few people talk about the other piece and how excited they were and how like they were like, this is something I've been wanting to work on my entire life. And I was like, well, dang it. I'm not going to audition for this. And not that it's not a beautiful piece, because it is. It's just, you know how something is like, this is not for me right now. Like, I just know that it's not. And I didn't even want to waste their time if it wasn't a project that, like, I was meant to be in in that moment. Because I feel like every 
every show has a reason for coming into your life when you're when you're a theater artist or a dancer or whatever you do it's all strategic I feel like God just knows what he's doing and he's like I need you to have a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this too so I walked in that and I got casted in Twelfth Night and I'm really excited I don't know who I'm gonna be yet but it's gonna be real fun um and I feel at peace about it. So that's good. And I'm ready to play. And that's good. Because acting needs to be a, be a playground or else it becomes really torturous, at least for me, because I put so much pressure on it. Because I love it so much. Um, speaking of which, I'm doing other things. I'm designing a show. Ah! And I also had a really difficult conversation this week or a conversation that I thought would be really difficult with someone in my life so I was like really proud of myself for not running away I mean I definitely did in the beginning but then I faced it and I was like I'm happy that I did this and it was less daunting than I thought it was going to be um and yeah we're gonna get into that later on because I think that's part of my motivation what I do is I just do it afraid I'm like, okay, you're terrified, but this has to be done. This is something you need to do so that you can feel at peace with yourself. So just do it. And then I do. Sometimes it's not that easy, though. That sounds a bit reductive. But it's, it, I kind of just have to force myself into things. Uh, or else I'll be frozen. Yeah. So my joy bud is that this year so far, I've been hanging out with so many friends. Part of the reason why I'm so tired now. Um, I think for most of my years at school, um, I'm the type of person where it's difficult for me to trust people. So what I'll do is I'll make friends and they're genuinely my friends, but I won't hang out as much to like, I guess, keep myself safe because I'm like, well, I don't know if you're going to want to like leave my life or not be in my life anymore. So I might as well like prepare for the fact that you might not be in my life. Um, or I'll just busy myself with work because I know that like in my work, I'll feel fulfilled, but that's not balanced. Um, (laughs) and this year I've made a promise to myself to, be in connection and in community with people and not just for a project or not just for a production but for life because I've been thinking a lot of who's going to be my friends when I leave Fordham and when I leave school and I'm going to go back to school I'm going to get my master's I love learning um and I think even after then I'm going to take classes all the time but I think that it's so important to have like communities and relationships outside of what you do so important and I love my friends and I had a few moments this week where I was really crying because I just was like I know that you guys will be in my life for a really long time and that's really beautiful but also terrifying to like receive the love that you've always wanted Um, and for me I think sometimes I feel like that can only exist with like romantic intimacy or like like being in a relationship is what I mean but I've I've found that in so many like deep and dope platonic relationships and I'm really blessed okay graceful fail the preparation for my audition was rough y'all it took me so long to like prep to do it and I 
<laughs> maybe we're getting still into motivation. But sometimes when I'm really passionate about something and when I love something, I self-sabotage. So that being said, babies, let's move into the next segment. It is time for the biggest part of the episode. Which is motivation. I guess it's timely. For, I think, also professionals, if you're not a student, I, I know I'm a college student, so my view of life is probably a bit biased because I'm in a very particular season of my journey right now. Um, but I think this this September is a month of new beginnings. and And I think... That motivation is a good way to start the month and thinking about that and how we're like setting that up for our journey in our life. And so this podcast episode topic was recommended by one of our viewers, one of our listeners, which is so dope. Um, and so I'm going to attempt to impart some things that I've learned about motivation, some things that I struggle with with motivation. If you have your own stories, I'd love to hear them, of course. And if you're cool with me sharing them, I'd also love to do that as well. Um, it's up to you. Let me know what you want to do. Uh, but yeah, so I believe that motivation is a bit of a mindset. And I think you kind of have to know what kind of person you are. I know for me, um, I get really, really bad when it comes to just um doing things like what I'll do is I I'm like a a chronic to-do list maker um and I know that I'm struggling with my motivation when I just like spend three million years making a really in detail to-do list and so um I kind of have different modes of action for when I'm struggling with motivation in different areas of my life. So there are some things where it's like motivation to crisis, like crisis situations. And that will be handling my financial aid. That will be um, having really difficult conversations with people um, in my life. That will be things of that nature, you know, like the toughest stuff to touch is that. Um, And that usually ends up being anything that really is advocacy for myself when I'm having to communicate through and with another person if that makes any sense so that's why like responding to authority or responding to like old relationships or things like that can be really difficult for me um because I don't know whether or not I feel um well I don't know that I know what the word is but ready enough capable enough to like handle like if someone will reject what I'm saying so I think sometimes it's easier to self-motivate when I'm not having to be in conversation with another person because my issue is kind of with them um yeah so there's that and for me what I like to do in those situations and honestly there have been times where I've been much better at it than others but really for me it's prayer um, when there are times in my life where I really don't know what I'm doing, which is often a lot because I don't know what I'm doing a lot, um, I talk to God about it. Like, you know that Stevie Wonder song? If you feel your life's too hard, just go have a talk with God. Um, that's my life. That's what I try to do. Uh, and if I'm struggling, 
with that, which is what I want to aim to be my first place to go to, honestly, um, then I'll go to my mom or like a trusted friend to like help me through it because I process with people better than I process alone. I'll get really stuck in my head because I'm a serious analyzer. Um, and I tend to intellectualize myself into a flurry. So when I have another person who's kind of like just talking with me, especially if they're not super opinionated, it's really helpful because like I have a set of friends who I feel like really understand the way that I think and aren't about like making me adopt their view but rather like just questioning why I feel the way I feel about certain things which helps me get to my own like truth or the root of the matter which is nice um and then also like advice which is good too so that's what I try to aim for in those situations prayer talking to a trusted friend or trusted family member also journaling I've found to be really helpful and I have music too that I listen to so when I'm dealing with financial aid I amp up with like my Afrobeat Christian music like I Know Who I Am by Sanak or um why can't I, I can't remember the name of the song but it's like hey my God is good oh. and it's like a reminder that like God's got me and I'm okay and I'm gonna be all right um, <laughs> so that's what I do those three things now when it comes to motivation about my own career like things that I need to do to fulfill my creative development um there are also I want to say three things that I do uh now I'm creative in many different aspects so I tr I think these can be multidisciplinary and you can like apply them in many ways but the first one still is talk to God because um, that's really important for me and what I also like to do is I like to think of the situation as just activating my curiosity like I like to think of myself as some real dope cat with a pair of geek glasses on just like ooh, this is complicated I'm getting in my head let's get curious about it rather than condemn myself about it rather than start comparing myself to other people about it because that never helps and granted sometimes I can't control where my brain goes and it does go there but what I like to do is to get curious about my thoughts I think of it as like a state of play I feel like with what I have to do with my creative endeavors is think of everything as a playground. Now, my favorite part of the playground is the swings, right? But something that I really don't like is the monkey bars. So when I get to like a creative endeavor that feels like the monkey bars and my arms are like, I can't handle this. Um, I have to imagine that maybe um, I'm actually in a jungle and I like I create these kind of scenarios for myself that make it fun so that I'm more motivated to do what I need to do. Yeah, so same with like, for me, with acting, what I have to do, which is why I can never sit for too long when I'm like rehearsing. Like part of the way that I work, I feel like maybe I shouldn't be giving this away. Ooh, I'm gonna do it anyway, I trust you guys. But um, uh, what I tend to do is I have to go into a rehearsal room and sometimes I just run around. I like run around for a bit before I even get started. I like say nonsensical things. I start dancing. Um, I start like grooving and bopping and shimmying about. And then I go into the monologue or then I go into like my warm up or something like that. Because once I'm in my body, my mind no longer has the same like influence or grip to stop me from, from being free. Like 
if I can free my body, then I can drop into my breath and then I can do what I need to do, if that makes sense. And then I also kind of just like to start every session with like relinquishing control. I'm like, I have no control over like how this will end up in the end, but I can prepare and I can choose to have fun and I can choose to like trust that whatever door is meant for me will open and whatever door is not meant for me will close. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my approach with that. And if anyone's ever had me as a scene partner, you probably know this already, but that really is how I work. I like to play um, and just try a whole bunch of stuff. Um, what else? Motivation. I think that that's pretty much it for me. I guess my question to you guys is how do you get out of your own way when you're working on something that you're really passionate about? And I'm curious too, because I think there are some ways in which I found motivation to help me, but there are still areas that I'm still figuring out. Like I'm currently really struggling. I told you guys this, I think in my last episode, but really struggling with working on my play. It's hard for me when pieces are really deeply personal um, that I'm sharing with the public because then... I don't know I just get I want it to be good I want it to be true um and I want it to be part of my legacy like the play I'm working on right now called my paper mache monster is is like a story of like my life and my journey and it's not necessarily how I want it to be received necessarily by other people right now but I just need to get the truth out. Like I need to be more willing to share, perhaps. And that's difficult for me. Um, but a wise poet once said to me, D. Colin, said that um, you have to ask yourself what serves the story. And don't think about necessarily yourself or what other people will think of you or even what you will think of you, but what will serve the story. Because I think that like at the end of the day, a lot of my motivation to do things is because I know, well, my thought is, if it really is about me, if I can learn how to do this, the next time that someone is struggling with this, I have the tools now to help them. I sat in the seminar once um, with this apostle um, and she preached this message about, she was like, there are people in line who have been assigned to you in your life um to learn from you to be mentored by you for you guys to both mentor each other who knows what what's it right but like the reason why you go through what you go through and why you get three get free from what you're going through is because there are people standing in line who are also going to go through those same things who are going to need your help with stuff so it's important that you get free because if you get free then you can help another person get free so sometimes if i can't find the motivation for myself i try to think about the person who's next in line so that's my blurb on motivation if you guys have any other questions let me know i could do like a follow-up part two but like make sure that your questions are specific so that i know how to answer them okay (laughs) um yeah so that's today's episode um ha this week's challenge let me start by saying this 
Um, I've decreed and declared recently that this year is my year of the get free. Um, now, what does that mean? Uh, for me personally, that means that every single like area in my life that has lots of shame attached to it or fear attached to it or ah, lots of struggles with trying to be be someone who I'm not for other people, all of that stuff. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find my way to release that. Um, and I know it won't happen overnight and I'm sure it's going to take more than a year, but the point is that this year I'm concentrating on that. And there's also this really, really, really beautiful, I guess method is what I would say that I have learned of recently called reparenting, which is, um, looking at your inner child and giving your inner child what you needed when you were younger but didn't receive from your environment and so a lot of my year of the get free is going to look like that and my weekly challenge to you is for you to adopt your own year of the get free and if you don't want it to be as long as a year that's okay it can be a week it can be a day it can be a month it can be like a six month situation until the end of 2019 whatever floats your boat but i want you to pick one thing in your life that you're struggling to get free with it can literally just be like i don't know telling that girl that you like that you like her or um breaking up from a relationship that you know is no longer serving you or um finally setting up that therapist appointment because you know you've been wanting to go to therapy because therapy is for everyone and everyone needs therapy everyone needs therapy everyone needs therapy um whatever it is it could also be like i want to go outside and go to two concerts before the end of the year because i i don't like allow myself to do something like that and i really want to be free in that way then do that I guess you could also call it like a bucket list year. But I like year of the get free better. So that's my brand for it. Um, And I want to hear your stories, like what you choose to do. And when you do it, write down how you feel about after, write down how you feel after you've done it. What that did for you. How that like helps set you free in any way. Um, Yeah. If you need to, find a buddy and do it with them. But I want to hear your stories. Please tell me your stories. Um, yeah, that's the weekly challenge. Okay, are you ready? 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 You are loved. You are chosen. You are called. You are a beautiful human being. And you are loved beyond measure. You deserve every good thing in this life and everything that is stopping you, every person that is blocking you, the the little like voice in your head that is stopping you, it has to go right now. You are going to walk in your purpose. You are going to walk in your destiny and you are going to get free by any means necessary. Okay? I love you guys. I've missed you guys. I'm going to try to keep up with this. I am going to be kind of busy this semester, but you know I love you and I'm going to stay faithful. I'm a loyal, I'm a loyal, I'm a loyal gal. Okay? So have a beautiful week. Happy Labor Day. Shine and thrive. And always have joy.